and rules under the scrutiny of bosses and management one show breaks all the rules to deliver entertaining compelling and educated radio and stand above all the rest and this show isn't it are you ready for this it's the jojo and scotty's show after the show enjoy hey man what is happening what's going on hot stuff i almost pulled the trigger yesterday put the christmas decorations up outside but even me i'm like eh, it's too early, too early. For... No, so there's still pumpkins laying around yeah i still got them on my uh on my porch, but my my buddy ran and he, he did his real face like ah oh, my decor like, almost like it's a race. I'm like yeah, and it looks it's awful. It's like a That's couple, what it is. It's just a couple think, strings going across the bushes. I'm like it's that, that thing. It's like uh, you're the first person to go buy fruit at a fruit stand. Yeah, that's all great, except that's the first fruit to go bad. Yeah, you know what, you know what I'm talking about. So it's uh, you put your you put your Christmas decorations up. You know, eleven one. That's great and all, but they're dirty. Bulbs are out by Christmas. It just looks like the ghetto house by Christmas because it's been up for two, two and a half months. Like he's got like two deer he just he just put out there, and then he's got a couple of strings just kind of like draped over the bushes. I'm like, that's not really, that's not a big display. You know, you got it up first. Yes, you got it first. Yeah. I got a ton I have to do. I got oh, and you know it's going to be around the house. I got oh. a, I got a, a, a like it's it's like an eight foot wreath. I got to hang up with a crane. It's, a, it's a, I don't not not yet, man. I'm not ready yet. Yeah, see, my wife does all this stuff where she we're, we're packing this whole weekend. The, the week before thanks the week of Thanksgiving, I'm going to Nashville. We come back Tuesday night. Wednesday, I got to come in here, hang out with you. I got to go up to Philly. Make it sound for, like it's a bad thing, right? Jesus Christ. Well, I, 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 you know what? It gets in the way. Yeah. Because uh, then I gotta go up to Philly for a doctor's appointment, right? I gotta take, I gotta take mom up. Oh yeah. Then I gotta get the kids, right? Get them down. Then my wife wants to Christmas decorate Wednesday night to have it ready for Thanksgiving. Ours will be up now. Well, you're out that weekend, but mine's so the weekend before. We're we're 100 up for Christmas by Thanksgiving. So, so I get uh, that. That's the thing. So I'm only gonna have Wednesday night to get ready for Thanksgiving. It's going to be a disaster, and then we're going to get up Thanksgiving, and the Thanksgiving's going to be all hectic because we're getting ready for Thanksgiving. Yeah, you got to prep, man. Yeah, it's not going to be. I'm not going to be going to be in Nashville, getting yeah. all drunk, listening yeah. to some honky tonk music. You might have to put it up two weeks early. This way, you're ready to go because that that Wednesday. You know night what? Is I'm thinking be about. Hectic, I'm man. thinking about putting it up just to have up because the tree is the big one. I got like a 97 foot tree. Yeah, it's like weird. It's one, like yeah. it's like the one in in, uh, in, in Times Square, Rockefeller they put Center. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Mariah Carey sings under your tree every day. I gotta, I gotta bring it in on a truck, <laughs> and it's a pain. And I don't have a ladder that's tall enough. So here's me on tippy toes on a chair. Yeah, it's just it's honestly every year me putting up the Christmas tree is like an America's Funniest Home Video waiting to happen. Yeah, it's not unheard of anymore. Two weeks before Thanksgiving. That's just what we're doing. I don't know. I, November 1st, I'm in, but I just didn't do my outside decorations. Yeah. Listen, I tried to get my wife over the weekend. Hey, listen, let's let's start a little bit, because by Thanksgiving, done, man. I want no parts. Yeah, let it up of, and just light it light. I think it's a, like a little hidden thing. 
because uh, we're ashamed of it. Like the inside will do, right, by Thanksgiving, yeah. but not the outside. Like the outside maybe do after Thanksgiving, but the inside's our little secret that uh, I'm going to have it yeah. all done up. Yeah, and I love the inside, too. I put less work on the outside and more on the inside because I'm like, that's where I sit. Who cares what the neighbors look like when they're driving by my house? Oh, look, Joe's got to get out. Who cares? But I'll sit in that house, man. I love looking at it. Uh, everybody, it is a two for Tuesday. We're going to dive into that. We're going to find a ZXL Workforce Employee of the Day right around 7.15, so hang tight for that. And your first pick of the morning. Let's get the show rolling. Uh, we are jamming out to some Steely Dan all week long because they're awesome. Uh, this FM. 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's rock station, ZXL Morning Show. Good morning, everybody. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! F***ing thing sucks! I'm Scotty. Good morning. Here's some news for use. New Jersey on Monday reported another 774 COVID-19 cases and seven deaths as the U.S. lifted restrictions on traveling from a long list of countries including Canada, Mexico, and most of Europe. The Garden State's seven-day average for confirmed positive tests stands at 1,071, down 5% from a week ago and 26% from a month ago. Under bipartisan legislation signed into law by Governor Phil Murphy yesterday, the car registration will be something you can get on your phone. Drivers will be able to display their vehicle registration electronically instead of searching for that piece of paper, nice. which is the worst. Yes. I get that thing in them. They just don't um, uh, renew it automatically. They, have, they send you that thing, and it always gets put to the bottom of the pile. And then it's not until, like, right before you have to send it in that you always find it. And you're like, oh, i got to renew the registration. They send it too early. It's, like, two months ahead of time. Exactly. I'm like, two months? I've got plenty of time. And then, uh, and then seven and a half weeks go by, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, the new law would also spare drivers from a $150 fine if issued a summons for failure to have the paper document in your car. Put it all on there. License, insurance. Yeah. I want to just hand the, the cop my phone. Uh, the feature won't be available immediately, though, because we're putting it in the hands of the Motor Vehicle Commission. Okay, so it's never going to happen. Yeah, listen, officer, uh, just swipe to the left three times, not to the right. Yeah. Oh, you imagine I give the, the phone to the officer and you yeah. text me something? Mm, oh, oh, awful. Oh, yeah. Uh, the MVC has 18 months to develop and offer electronic vehicle registrations that have provisions to deter counterfeit registrations and allow fakes to be detected. Oh, God, if you call me say, hey, I'm getting pulled over, I'm going <laughs> to wait about three minutes, and here it comes. Uh, Monday's warmer weather had some people heading down the shore, and now a shore town has some bragging rights. Cape May was voted the 10th best small coastal town in America, according to USA Today's 10 Best Reader's Choice Awards. It's the only town down the shore here in Jersey to earn a spot on the list. America's oldest seaside resort also finished second in the best small town shopping category. No Brigantine? No Brigantine. Uh, That's news. What about sports? Steelers beat the Bears 29-27 in Monday Night Football. Knicks beat the Sixers 103-96. Sixers, Bucks, that's going to be tonight. Flyers, Maple Leafs, that's going to be tomorrow. And after initial resistance... 76ers All-Star guard Ben Simmons met with the team-recommended medical specialist to discuss his mental health on Monday. That's after the team said that they were going to start fining him again. This is unbelievable, this kid. He's got to be so embarrassed. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever play basketball again. I, well, I, I just think retire with the money I have. He, he did that thing where he put all money in on being traded. And it never happened. Yeah, can't get rid of him now. Uh, Joel Embiid has entered the NBA health and safety protocols after testing positive for COVID-19. And right fielder Bryce Harper for the Phils was named a finalist for the 2021 National League MVP. And starting pitcher Zach Wheeler is a Cy Young finalist. So the process didn't work with the Sixers, right? 
We didn't Oof. get where we wanted. That's to a get. tough one because I know people that will fight tooth and nail and say it did. Well, Simmons was part of the process, wasn't he? So was a kid was, we traded away. He was the, the tail end of the process. I mean, the process has been going on since like 2012. It's a long process. It's a very long process. Uh, decades. Uh, that's uh, news. That's sports. Hey, I got a 20 year plan with this basketball team. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Uh, sunny today, high up to 70. Clear tonight, overnight low. Like of the guy who created the process yeah. isn't even there anymore. No, he's gone. Yeah, <laughs> he's gone. He didn't get a chance to see it through. No. Uh, clouds and sun tomorrow for your Wednesday and a high up to 68. 48 outside right now on 100.7. ZXL, South Jersey's rock station, ZXL Morning Show. I started watching this show called Dope Sick. Yeah. And boy, it reminded me of the good old days, man. Now it's the a good old days. Good, no, it's about. I've seen uh, previews. Nothing looks good about it's it. It's about the opioid addiction and yeah, everything else. How it and, started. Yeah, how it all came out, how people really got sucked into this. And listen, man, I know, you know, guys, and I had a lot of friends that got sucked into all this stuff. And now, uh, you know, yeah, they, scary, man. Yeah, pills, kinda... pills, uh, pills were scary. Was it? It went from a very fun time, like growing up in the '90s. Drugs were fun, right? Like you had heroin, and it was heroin chic in Seattle. There was heroin, and your rock stars were on heroin. But like as a kid. You would never like that was so far away, right? Yeah, like was that was like that was sure. it might as well have been worlds away, yeah. right? But then all of a sudden, now early two thousands, you hear like, oh no, man, like you know Judy next door, she's hopped up on pills. Well, that's how it is. And when I started to hear my buddies were up on heroin, like I immediately thought it was like you know you're sitting. I, I probably got my drugs mixed up mixed up here, but are we melting it down into a spoon and then injecting into our veins? Like it's to a, me, it was it's such a crazy. A, it was, I mean. This scenario you hear more and more. Kid in high school, bangs up his knee, right? Gets all these pills, masks the pain, goes to college, plays more football, masks the pain, gets done playing, doesn't make the NFL. Now he doesn't have a job, doesn't have health insurance, doesn't have the pills anymore. Yeah, now he's stuck on this drug that he so, can't even function without So it, now man. he runs out of money, can't buy the pills on the black market. What's he go to? The thing that's in the pills, which we didn't know at the time. Heroin. Right, yeah. And they just start doing heroin. And now you got a guy, 24 years old, is a heroin. I mean, a kid who just graduated college is a full-blown heroin addict. Yeah, when I say better days, I don't mean the actual addiction. I remember a good old thing used to, it was called payola. And yeah. boy, it was everywhere. And I'm watching this show. Now, my wife is a, uh, she's a pharmaceutical rat. Now, she, she didn't push any of these drugs. She pushes a drug that you know helps people, I think it was, it was asthma or whatever at the time. But I'm watching this show, and like, you know, you got a small town doctor, and like, hey, listen, there's this drug here, you know, why don't you come hear us talk about it? He's like, oh, I just don't have the time. And the drug rep is like, well, how about we send you and your wife to Arizona, all expenses paid in a beautiful resort? You get a couple rounds of golf in, then you duck out after the beautiful meal, and you hear the doctor talk about this drug, and the guy's like, yeah, it was like let's do it. Winning on Wheel of Fortune. It was you know, great. Why don't you go on an eight-day vacation? That's what it was. And and, and I, you know, we're talking uh, yesterday after the show, even with Steve Raymond. It used to be a thing in radio, man. Oh. Like you would get things. I, I had a buddy who was a program director who would play music on this radio station. Right? I had no, I had no idea what it was. I was like, what yeah. is this? He's like. Dude, I tell you, I get cash and cash sent to me yeah. every month to play these records. He's like, I got a stack of cash under my bed. It was I called Payola. Everybody did it. I just caught the tail end of that, and I, I worked with guys that would, I mean, they had rooms filled with pinball machines and speedboats and cars. Yes. 
and it was the record company was giving them money, so we'd play their dumb songs on the radio. Yeah, how many jet skis got sent to program directors down and here? I, it got to the point where it was silly, where like a program director would be like, ah, I need new gutters on my house. Yes. The the, the record company yes. would be like, well, we have a new uh, uh, Pussycat Dolls record that needs to be added, so why don't we pay for your gutters? And you play a song called uh, Don't You. Now, I have no problem with it. I feel that this is the way business gets done. I mean, yep. my wife used to be able to send people to go play rounds of golf. She would send them to uh, baseball games yeah. and football games. It's like, Use my pill. It was Yes, <laughs> that's some, what it was. It's like Here's hey, some cash. Just hear me talk. Dude, I'm telling you, man, when she first got into the business, we would go out to dinners. It would be me and her. And it would be these doctors and, and even people in the offices. And I remember looking at a guy, man, who... Who yo? Know, he, he probably had a decent living. He ordered a three-pound lobster at dinner. He was the husband of one of these nurses. I'm like, I'm watching his show. I was uh-huh. like, this is it. I was in this world. This is it's payola, and it used to be awesome. I uh, like I said, I came in at the tail end of the radio world with that, and uh, and so I'm a young kid, you know, working my you know working your way up through radio, intern, promotions department, and I'm watching all this happening, man. I'm watching. I mean, I'm watching cash. Yeah, man. Be like thrown across desks, right? And I'm like, one day I'm going to be there. One day I'm going to get my gutters installed because yeah. I'm going to play a Smash Mouth Records. That's right. Just slide and it in overnights. Then I get into some management, right? And then it all falls apart. Like within me getting a small management role, uh, the government comes in. Yeah. Payola's over. I remember we would have record reps. They would come to the office. And they used to take you out to these beautiful lunches that would last all afternoon, right? You get all banged up. Uh I, I like I said, I, I get some type of management position. It's like my first lunch with a record rep. And she comes in and she's like, Yeah, I'm not allowed to buy you lunch anymore. Oh, um man, if yeah. you want to go next door to Dunkin' Donuts, you would have to buy coffee. Oh no, I'm not playing your record now. And I'm like, Yeah, I'm like, Well, you knew, you mean nothing to me now. Like I could care less about your records. I was doing nights in Colorado Springs, man. Me and the, the program director were pretty cool. He's like, hey, listen, we're going to go to Denver tonight. I was like, yeah. He's like, all expensive. The record yeah. rep came in, right, sat for about five minutes. Boom. We went down. I'm telling you, man, dinner. It was strip it was clubs. Even a, it I was mean, bars. It was Even awesome. on a smaller scale. And then you can't get away with this now because of uh, DUI laws and all lawsuits. But when I got in the radio, beer companies, I'm talking like the big ones, Coors Light, Miller Light. They would bring girls out the bars yeah. with a credit card, and the girls would put the credit card at the bar and buy the entire bar the drink that they're promoting. Maybe that's why the you generation now is so angry. Dude. Like, they don't have any fun like this. And it would be like as long as the Bud Light girls were out at a bar, yeah. the Bud Light girls were buying the drinks. That's you it. You cannot get away with that now because you know, some idiot's going to get into a fight or yeah. crash a car, kill somebody. And all of a sudden now, Bud Light's going to get sued because of it. It's like, again, we can't have anything nice. Somebody had to ruin all of it. Who ruined it? Who ruined payola? Do we know? Was there a big name attached to that? Remember for a while, I can tell you who the big one was. Because in radio, it it destroyed us. And he just passed away. Colin Powell. Remember him? I do. His son. Colin Powell's son was the head of the FCC. That's right. And he was a big guy when it came to that Janet Jackson thing with the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Radio changed that day. And not even radio, TV changed everything. That Janet Jackson thing at the Super Bowl kind of changed the world. Yeah, that nipple wasn't worth it, by the way. It it made people start to really go, what's going on here? Let's really figure (laughs) out what's happening in these closed-door meetings.
Uh, look, we get back. Uh, we'll knock out some rock news. JoJo and Scotty, rock news. Yeah, get some rock news right here. Uh, David Elfson, we've talked about him. He's the guy from Megadeth that got fired for having a sex scandal that turned out it really wasn't a sex scandal. Yeah, he was just sexting on the internet, right? He was sexting on the internet and, I guess, broke up with the woman, so she went and said she was underage, uh, leaked all the videos and, I guess, uh, text messages. Uh, the, so I, she's from, like, Copenhagen. So they did some investigation. They find out she was of age the entire time they were sexting. And everything was legit. She just was angry that he broke up with her. Now, he should be able to file a lawsuit versus her against with all this money he's missing out on. He brought that up. She should go to jail for stuff like this. I hate this, man. I don't know what the laws are in Copenhagen. Uh, He brought it up, and he said it's just not worth it. Because I I guess what I didn't know is I think he's married with a family. So, like, morally, is it wrong? Sure. But he didn't do anything illegal. Right. Uh, But it did get him fired from Megadeth. And uh, now... (laughs) This is, I guess he's a religious guy, too. The quote is, I know how Jesus felt. That's what he said after being fired from Megadeth. Uh, how about that? You go to church on Sunday. There's the guy from Megadeth. Uh, he said, uh, okay, I just went dark. I took the time to just sort uh, the process out, heal up from it. It obviously never had anything quite like this happen to me before. Uh, the fact it was happening it was like, I can't believe uh, just the crappiness of humankind. Was Jesus sexting? Uh, the man who's a Christian, Elfson, who's a Christian, uh, launched a mega life ministry worship group in 2007, said, uh, not to use a religious reference, but I guess I know how Jesus felt now. I like how it's mega life. Everything in his life is mega, mega now. Mega, uh, mega life. I'm carry your cross, then kill him. Uh, we got the wrong guy. Not to make it a religious thing, but it's just one of those things. I can't. I couldn't even believe it was happening to me. Anybody so, want to make a coffee? I'm going to go to the make a coffee shop, pick one up. Comparing yourself to Jesus, not a good look. No, I don't think yeah. this is anything like it. Yeah, yeah. Not from the story I've seen. Now, I, I don't know a lot about a lot, <laughs> but uh, at year one, I don't think there was high-speed internet. No. I don't think Jesus no. was sexting a girl in Copenhagen. No. Uh, the go goes. Listen, I wasn't there, so do I know True. for sure? Do we know for sure? No, we don't. My entire history of Jesus, Ten Commandments. Okay. Okay? Uh, Go-Go's bassist Kathy Valentine reveals that an all-star jam was planned to conclude this year's at this year's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony, but it was abandoned at a very late stage. She said their planned performance of the Rolling Stones classic Tumbling Dice was a tribute to Charlie Watts, who passed away earlier this year. She said the show ran long, uh, and it didn't happen. Uh, she said there was a pre-show run-through. Uh, it remained a high point of her time there at the ceremony. She said, even though it didn't make it to the final uh, to the final show. Uh, she said after dinner at the hotel with my family, the band went back to the venue for a rehearsal of the finale that was never to be. She said everyone came out and did tumble and dice. Uh, it didn't end up happening due to the show's length and an union issue. It was not the Rock Hall's fault, that's for certain. She said, anyway, rehearsing a song was a highlight for sure. This is where I ended up feeling totally comfortable with our place in the whole shebang. Uh, She said the Foo Fighters were the backup band, and then everyone else came and kind of performed Tumbling Dice as the tribute to Charlie that never made the show. Which is kind of a shame, because without the Rolling Stones, you don't have a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and you're you're not going to do a tribute to Charlie Watts. Right, yeah. Uh, Paul Stanley. This is sad. We all love Paul Stanley from Kiss, right? He's Star Child. Uh, is he your favorite Kiss member? 
Yeah. No, yeah, he is. No, he. I like the cat. Who's the cat? Oh, you're Peter Chris. I like Peter Chris. Actually, I'm a big Peter Chris fan. Paul Stanley's father died the other day. 101. Good for him. Good life, man. Uh, the Kiss frontman announced his father's passing in a social media post. He said, my dad, William Eisen, has left this earth after 101 years and seven months. His thirst for knowledge never waned. He could speak on virtually any subject. His pride in my accomplishments was heartwarming and seeing his love of my family. He said he'd always be uh, with me, and he will. Uh, Kiss. Uh, he said, uh, this is from Kiss Behind the Mask. It's a Kiss book. Uh, Stanley said that his father was born in the U.S., but his parents were Russian, Hungarian, Polish. Wow. Apparently, Gene Simmons just put the ashes up for sale. <laughs> uh, Kiss is uh, doing its second farewell tour right now called the End of the Road Tour. Uh, it's expected to wrap up in early 2023. There you go. Some rock news for you. Two for Tuesday on 100.7 ZXL. South Jersey's rock station ZXL Morning Show. I had a very unfortunate dream, and we've uh, we've dived in and uh, and tried to explain dreams before on the show. I had a dream right before I woke up this morning, and so it was like kind of burn into my brain. It I was actually a little concerned. Like I woke up and I was like, "Wow, that was weird." A lot of times you forget them. Like I'll wake up in the middle of the night with a dream. I'm like, "Wow, I don't remember this the next day," and they're like, "I don't remember any of it." So it breaks down that I'm in uh, the neighbor's house the, of my parents' shore house when I was a kid. Okay. All right? So not my parents' shore house, the house we had when we were a kid. It was a little house in Ocean City. Yeah. But the neighbor's house, right? I'm in that house. I, I think I was only in that house maybe once my entire life. Like in actual, your real life. In real life. Yeah. I'm in that house. Now, I guess there's people that moved in. And they're they're looking out the window at me. But now the house that I'm in, it's not my parents' neighbor's house, though it is my parents' neighbor's house. But in the dream, it's my ex-wife's boyfriend's house. Wow, this is a lot to take apart, yeah. Oh, we haven't even scratched the surface yet. I put in Google, uh, what do dreams mean? I'm going to go ahead and exit out of this because there's no way we'll figure this one out. So I'm there in this house, right? And I see some people from across the yard, the neighbors, looking at me. So, like, almost leave it the beaver style, they come over, like, with, like, a pie. Like, you think, like, a pie, right? Like, oh, hi, neighbor. Welcoming you to the neighborhood. Sure. Okay. So they come in. It's it's what looks like a a teenager and a very unfortunately ugly woman. They make their way into the house. Now, like I said, the house is my ex-wife's boyfriend's house. He's not there. Yeah. So I go, oh, hey. Now, for some reason, the front door is a bedroom. So you open up the front door, and it this goes right awesome, to a bedroom. Yeah. So now in the bedroom, I have the unfortunately ugly lady and the teenage boy. Okay. All right. They're all in the bedroom now. We're all oh, in a bedroom. Okay. All right. This is getting, porn. very this odd is getting porn hubby. They're very odd people. Yeah. So the next thing I know is we're talking. The teenage boy now is securing... Sexual pleasuring devices to the wall. Okay, so we are getting porn hubby. Yes, right. What do you mean, like, like the those, like, 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 like the dong, like yeah. the do- like the big rubber dongs. Yeah, he's put them up there. He's putting them up there, like they're hanging on the wall. Are you opening a sex shop in Ocean City? Right. So okay, so let's, let's just recap in case you yeah. know you're just tuning in. My dream was, I'm 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 1980s Ocean City. 
in a house that what looks like be like my parents' shore house, their neighbor's house. Yeah. But it's not. In the dream, it's my ex-wife's boyfriend's house. Yeah. The front door leads to a bedroom. The neighbors come over to welcome me to the neighborhood. They bring a box of pleasuring devices, okay. which now the teenager is securing to the wall of the bedroom. Yeah. The unfortunately ugly woman that's with him, the neighbor, she starts utilizing one. Oh, <laughs> she's in. So I get yeah. so kind of taken back by this, yeah. right? Just that just she just starts going at that. I walk, uh, yeah, but like yeah. while talking to me, right? Yeah, like everything's normal. Yeah. Now I walk out into the family room because I'm taken aback by this. I think this is pretty cool. Am I now, in the dream at all? Now, since I've been a, walking to the family room, the teenager now has made the family room this like sadomasochistic. Thing like bondage, right? Okay. Like he put yeah. bondage stuff in the family room. It's all Ocean City. So now I get all worried because I'm like, well, guys, you don't understand. My ex-wife's boyfriend's going to be coming home. Right. You got to get all this stuff out of here yeah. and go on your way. And they were very apologetic because I guess they thought maybe I would enjoy the things right. they were leaving in the house no, that wasn't mine. Yeah, he's coming home. He's got to get so all this stuff. The off. woman stopped doing what she was doing. The unfortunately ugly woman. Yeah. Stopped doing what she was doing. Her and the teenager cleaned everything up and then just went on their way. Yeah. And then I woke up. Uh, what do you want me to say to this? This is pretty <laughs> all. I mean, it's. It, isn't it amazing the way the brain works? Like, it is. I'll, I'll have dreams. I'm like, I, this I, makes no. Like, if I was having a dream, like, that something went wrong, it's because I was, I was, I had anxiety over something I was doing or I'm building something. Then I get my brain working while I'm yeah. sleeping. What does this even mean? Like, the woman was so unfortunately ugly, she was almost scary ugly. Right, right, right. So that kind of stuck with me. Like, her face still is, like, stuck with me. Yeah, yeah. And I did that thing where I woke up, and I could remember almost every detail, and I'm trying to, real quick, like, in 30 seconds of waking up, try to break down the dream. Like, yeah. What was, what's going on here? Why isn't my ex-wife's boyfriend now... He, uh, he, he's been in our life, you know, his name has been popping in because he had, he had a death in his family. So, you know, we've been reaching out to him. Sure. So, I like, am. okay, yeah. I get that. His name is rattling around my brain. Yeah. Because uh, he had a death in the family. Um, Are you my, and him going to open a sex shop in My Ocean parents' City? shore house, I guess. Maybe that's a memory as a kid. Yeah. Um, but why the unfortunately ugly woman and a teenager with the sex toys? Yeah, I don't get that at all. Where does that yeah. come in Mm-mm. the play? No. Yeah. That's definitely not Ocean City. But they City. were That's very like... polite when they had to clean everything up and rush out of the house because apologetic, he was coming yeah. home. They were very apologetic. Like, they just, you know, apparently I it, it was not, they they thought one thing and I thought gotcha. another. Okay, you guys weren't on the same page. Not on the yeah. same page. Yeah. Very odd dream. Pretty awesome. So you don't have any answers. There's not a website where you can give me nothing at all. I couldn't even type all that in. Okay. All right. What'd you eat before you went to bed? Okay. I have a pinched nerve in my shoulder. Okay. So maybe that, maybe the pain of that caused my brain to to, to have this wacky dream. I hope. I hope you're seeing into the future, and this someone at some point becomes a reality. I mean, she was really going to town on that thing with the wall. Maybe she was a good businesswoman. Okay. Uh, look, we <laughs> get back. We're going to knock out some headlines, but right now I got a pair of tickets uh, to go see some Grand Funk Railroad. You want in? Grand Funk Railroad, Ocean in Atlantic City. 609-677-107. 609-677-107. That's 609-677-107. Grand Funk 
Railroad. They are coming to Ocean in Atlantic City. 609-677-107. Dial up right now. We'll make you the workforce employee of the day. Like I said, we get back. We'll do some headlines. I don't know if Trump can bite his tongue enough to run again in 2024. I Listen, I'd like to see him run, but I don't know, man. I know people that voted against him just because of his because personality, of man. I think he's a little too polarizing. It would be fun. It would be great. <laughs> and, the crazy Trump wave again. Yeah, I want to uh, think he would win because, you know, his policy, it looks so bad now. But people really just voted on emotion last time yeah. and not really for policies. And I, I really think that if, if they have a chance, which I think they do, and we saw this from the election last week, uh, you get a guy with Trump policies. With a that's little, not him, right? A little more couth. Right, right. Yeah, you're throwing Trump has, because it was fun. Believe me, 2016 was a lot of fun. And watching him just throw everything everywhere was great. But then you have the hangover, which is Biden. And so for everything that was fun in 2016, we had 2020. Yeah. And you and 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 look where we are. It's almost a year later. And oh boy. No, I know. Uh, I guess they asked him a question. I figure I don't know where this is from, but they're talking about Alec Baldwin. Now Alec Baldwin play, would play him on SNL. Alec and he, Baldwin not nice to Donald. He Trump. He would rip him apart. So as Donald Trump, you know, listen, as as Donald Trump, non-president, of course you want to rip this guy apart. Yeah. But if you're trying to show everybody, hey, listen, I'll bring the policies back, but I'll stop uh, with the nonsense. And I I don't know if 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 everyone knows this. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Alec Baldwin killed someone. Yes, and that's so, that's, <laughs> that's what they're a, asking him. It's a big reason why he's bringing up Alec Baldwin is Alec Baldwin killed someone on the set of a movie. And I don't know how this goes down. I don't know if Trump said, oh, you know what? Listen, everybody, let me. I'll comment on it, but I'll be I'll be sincere about it because I'm going to show well, everybody like I'm the new Trump. I like that's the question. It's not politics. It's hey, the guy yeah. used to make fun yeah. of you. He killed someone. What do you think? And he's just as nasty as he can be. <laughs> he's a troubled guy. There. There's something wrong with him. Everything he does, he's a volatile guy. He's a nut job. I would say that if I had a gun, number one, I'd point it in the air and pull the trigger a couple of times. Maybe he loaded it. Who would put a gun? Here, Alec, here's your gun. Oh, good. I take, lift it up, pointed at a person, and pulled the trigger. And, oh, man, a bullet came out. <laughs> you know, this, he, in my opinion, he had something to do with it. Fun guy. All right, but- okay, I was completely wrong. Trump needs to run in 2022. You miss or 2020, all this, don't you? What is it? 2024? Yeah. What, when is it? 2024. 2024. I miss it. I miss. I mean, that's I just, that. just going on a tear. I, I miss all of it. Instead, I got Grandpa falling asleep, pooping his pants. I need more of that in my life. He did a, I thought, a poor job, you know, imitating me. Daryl Hammond <laughs> did a great job, if you remember Daryl. Daryl Hammond was really talented. Alec Baldwin was terrible at imitating me. I thought. And by the way, if he was good and I didn't like his politics or I didn't like him, I would have said, you know, he was good. But he was terrible. And he's a cuckoo bird. He's a nut <laughs> We're just taking shots. It's the same old try. He's not going to change everybody. I need him back. Yeah, this is it. This is what you get, man. You know what it is? I mean, now's the time to ramp up, man. Just dialing all that back and saying, listen, I'll just be a great president. I'll stop with the person. Already he's already taking shots. Here's what shots. needs to happen. He's taking shots. Trump owned a beautiful home, right? Then he decided in 2020, I'm going to rent it out. And the renters have ruined his beautiful home. (laughs) He needs to come back in 2024, move back into his beautiful home, and renovate it and make it the beautiful place it once was. They're going to get good old Trump. He hasn't changed one bit. No. No. No, and you know the Democrats are terrified. They're terrified of that. Yeah, I know. I know. Just the unhinged, I'm going to say whatever I want. I could care less what you think. Pelosi, you're a drunk. Biden, you're old and you have dementia. 
he's just gonna. I mean, I miss that. I miss the honesty. I mean, how true was that Sleepy Joe thing? I 100%. mean, he, he fell asleep like at the summit overseas. Just... He told Ted Cruz that his dad killed Kennedy, and now Ted Cruz is his best friend. <laughs> Look, we can we get back. We'll do some trash. Oh, I love trash. Anything dirty or dingy or dusty. Anything ragged or rotten or rusty. Yes, I love trash. This Travis Scott. Uh, he's the rapper who had that a concert in Houston. He killed eight people. Uh, he has offered to cover the funeral expenses for the eight people killed at the Astro World Festival. Scott has also partnered with BetterHelp to provide one month of free therapy to those impacted by the tragedy. They've also refunded the uh, the tickets. Oh, nice. That's very nice. The people that bought tickets. The deceased include two children, man, 14 and 16. Among other victims were a 20-year-old, two 21-year-olds, two 23-year-olds, and a 27-year-old. I don't know about Travis Scott, but 14 and 16 seems a little young to be at his show. Yep. Uh, Alec Baldwin calls for cops now to monitor guns on movie sets. So that's where we are. Alec Baldwin now. I'm, I knew this was going to come. You know, he's going to, I think, be very active in trying to secure movie sets. And yeah, and he should be. I mean, you know, it's a horrible accident that happened. But if you're Alec Baldwin, you got to be like, ooh, this Travis Scott thing bailed me out big time. Yeah, now that's in the news. Because no one's talking about Alec Baldwin anymore. I don't know. Maybe we find a more experienced, what do they call uh, armorist? Armorist. Armorist. Armors, uh, God, yeah. or whatever. Maybe I mean, we find again, a more experienced we, one of those a, guys. Aren't we in a place now where we don't need real guns on sets? I guess not. It just seems very archaic. Yeah. With all the technology we have, we still use real guns on movie sets? I mean, that's seems silly. Somebody made a good point. They said when you're holding a real gun, you feel like you're more in the moment than if you were like a plastic Yeah, but they can, they're gun. actors. They're, they're paid to act. Yeah. But, I mean, how about this? This is the one, I mean, how many times has this happened? We're just fine if we just take the safety precautions we normally should. Like, not have a 23-year-old girl who's unfamiliar with guns and and, and, and even questions yeah, but herself. but I think what you're finding out is, it's, it's kind of like amusement parks. We've kind of just lucked out. Because now they're doing all these investigations. They're finding out all these movie sets are horribly unsafe. Well, how many movie sets have live ammunition on them, too? Like, weren't these Apparently people... Apparently a lot. Weren't these people firing the gun, like, in, in, well, in, in casual said. time? They're out, hey, let's just go blow a couple rounds that's what off. they said. Now, there's supposed to be someone who monitors this. Apparently, people were just picking up the guns, yeah. twirling them, and going out and doing shooting practice yeah. during uh, lunch. So, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't think anyone's going to have a problem with them putting safety demands on movie sets. Once again, you're actors. If you use your fingers... With the money they get paid, you, your fingers should make for an awesome gun. Look at the war scene in the Avengers, right? Yeah. No one got hit with a laser beam, did they? It's true. You know what? Nobody got hurt there. Nope. Uh, Foo Fighters will star in Studio 666, a horror comedy that tells the story of what happens when the rock giants find themselves recording in a mansion plagued by supernatural forces. Of course, it's going to be a comedy, so uh, be on the lookout. The Foo Fighters are making a goof movie called Studio 666. Uh, Atlantis Morissette's life is going to be uh, the foundation for an ABC comedy called Relatable. Follows a forty-something woman married with three kids who spent her young adult life, or her young adult life, as a rock star. Atlantis will write new music for the show. Big fan of Atlantis Morissette, so I will definitely tune in. 
Emilio Estevez uh, is now denying his exit from the Disney Plus series Mighty Ducks Game Changers. He's back in. Uh, was do you know he left the show, but he's saying it has nothing to do with vaccination. Oh, okay. He says he's actually suffering from uh, COVID, and uh, he says he's had creative differences uh, with the uh, producers. So he said it has nothing to do with actually uh, vaccination. It has something to do with COVID because he has it, and he said he doesn't get along with the uh, producers. That's all. Wendy Williams, we've talked about this. This could be the worst ending to a TV host job ever. <laughs> I don't know. The show seems to be doing just fine without her. <laughs> she goes to rehab slash a mental facility uh, at the end of the summer. They just keep putting in new people to host the show every week. Yeah. And the ratings are through the roof. <laughs> they right? love it. So they're pretty much telling Wendy, take your time coming back. Uh, now her ongoing health issues may keep her out of the chair until next year. Yeah, this is where the producers go and say, I don't think she's ready to come out she, just yet. I mean, I know she was always crazy, but that kind of what is what endeared her, I think, to the audience, to yeah, her fans. wild. She must be really banged up, man, because she's going to be like, in, I mean, they're saying it could be a year that she's in this rehab center. Right, yeah. Uh, and let's see here. We'll wrap it up with this. Van Morrison, I think we all love a little brown-eyed girl, right? Uh, is being sued by Northern Ireland's health minister for defamation after a year of slamming lockdowns and vaccines. The singer said the health officials' handling of the public restrictions was very dangerous. So uh, Northern Ireland's not having any of it, and they're now suing Van Morrison. There you go. Two for Tuesday, 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's rock station. I would hope that the Republicans are stepping in and helping this guy a little bit. Uh, Edward Durr, he's the guy from Gloucester County. Uh, who took out Steve Sweeney. He's everywhere, for man. For the state senate, right? SNL even mentioned him. I mean, like, the guy's a truck driver for Raymore Flanagan, and all of a sudden now he's, you know, in the state senate, right? Ran a campaign, spent like $10,000, and was able to beat st- the Honestly, the second most important person in New Jersey politics, Steve yeah. Sweeney. Less than, what, $200 for that campaign? Well, he, his primary, he spent $153 uh, on the campaign, and then he said he spent about 10000 I guess, in credit cards for his actual campaign. Okay. Uh, you would hope the Republicans fly in, educate this guy a little bit on how how to act. You know, you know, don't wear shorts to to, to, to Senate hearings. That it's kind like, of thing. It's like you a know? veteran quarterback taking a rookie under his wing. Yeah. But then I see this come out, and I go, Jesus! Has no one grabbed this guy and and like said, all right, man, here's your social media director. Yes. Yeah. Here's your PR person. You need a whole team of people, man, to scrub this so, away. Trump calls him, right? Pretty cool. This guy was delivering furniture a, w- a week ago, you know, and now Trump's calling him saying, hey, is there anything I can do for you? Let me know. Yeah, Trump's like, I could use this guy. So they somebody films it and then puts it up on some type of social media. The problem is everything about it's wrong. They film it like it's an ISIS video. The guy, Durr, is up against a wall like he's about to be beheaded. Yeah. He's on a like a flip phone, like an old Nextel, like a Nokia flip phone. You're listening to the speaker of the phone. It's not like the audio is piped in through the video. Yeah. So you're hearing it in this empty room. You can barely hear Trump. Uh, the guy's nervous as all can be. It's a great moment. Like even Trump should be like, "Hey, listen. It's by the great- way, get somebody down there. I'm gonna call him. Let's get it sounded perfect. And let me post. Here's Trump just calling a regular guy who beat out a guy in New Jersey." Who might get a Senate seat? At any moment, 
um, I, I'm, I'm looking for ISIS members to come in and and give us a you know a list of demands they want before they behead the guy. Yeah, That's it's not a very new room either. It's a, it's it, does a look like a, it looks like a bunker. It, I don't know what kind of recording device they used, yeah. but it looks like video from 2002. Yeah, that, that can't even be an iPhone. <laughs> like, you know how good iPhones are now? Like somebody what they needs to on? step in and tell this guy, like, all right, man, yeah, here we go. This is what we're now going to go on this this amazing political journey with you. And it doesn't seem like anyone's helped this guy. He's already been caught. You know, with some nasty, you know, social media <laughs> posts, right? That 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 he apparently he did the thing where he just deleted everything. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, no one's gonna find anything. <laughs> just hit delete on everything. And you knew the call was coming. He's sitting at the desk. Yeah. You know, it's like a very casual yeah. setting. Like, man, get that up there. That that I mean, that was a like, great. It's moment. weird. Like the video. It's like I it's, would want that moment for myself. <laughs> like the video is him sitting on a chair. There's nothing else in the room. You, there's the one. It's one light on him. Like, like it's it looks in a like movie. it looks like a, every every little small town police station <laughs> is what it looks like. There's that bad wood paneling yes, in the back. That <laughs> somebody needs to grab this guy from Gloucester County and be like, all right, man. We know you're not ready for this political world, so we're going to kind of walk you through the process. And if you're a we're Republican, we're not going to jade you. We're not going to because we don't want you jaded. The whole point of you getting elected was you're a small town guy, and you're going to bring your small town views to the world of politics. But we're going to help you yeah. adjust, yeah. and tell you who and who not to talk to. This is a great. This is a great thing if you're a Republican. Dude, I mean, it's, listen, a, man, it's a rocky a, story. Here's a regular guy who's going to come in there and give us views on what regular people go through. Man, I would embrace this guy from the. I would have had now, a caravan there the next once again, and say, "Hey, listen, let's dress you up, let's comb your hair a little bit, let's figure out what's going to go now, on." We did this before. We did this about 14 years ago. Her name was Sarah Palin. Yeah, man, I know. And it didn't work out all that well. Regular gal from Alaska. You know, we thought yeah. the same thing. Look at this go-getter from Alaska. And then, you know, husband liked to drink and drive on snowmobiles. Yeah. Uh, turns out, like, she may have, um, she her kid had kids, but it, it, she may be raising those kids as her own. Right, like, yeah. Hey, I could see Russia from out. my house. and It was, yeah, she would say things. Then you find out she's a little bipolar. Uh, so you hope this guy keeps his nose clean and has kept his nose clean. Seems like a nice guy, right? No, no. Local... We're a weak kid. He's already called Muhammad a pedophile. He does not love Muslims, <laughs> so he's going to have to kind of beg for forgiveness from the Muslims, which is tough. But here's the thing. It's not like he's working for North Jersey. Not a lot of Muslims in Gloucester County. True. I think he's okay. You know, yeah. so there, some people may share the same views as him here you know, in New Jersey. So, I mean, you talk about blue collar, you know. Real salt of the earth people. Yeah. Gloucester, yeah. Salem counties, is, that's where it's at yeah. in New Jersey. How are guys at Raymore Flanagan treating them? That's the thing, too. Like, have we talked to the guys that have worked with them? Mm. You know, does he have somebody at work who's his mortal enemy who may take him down? That's what you don't want. You don't want a neighbor who's pissed off at him, you know, right, blabbing yeah. to the press. Yeah, or, you know, oh, Durr, well, uh, we all we all know what Durr is. You just hope someone is there helping this guy because the video that I saw of a, what could have been a great promotional opportunity of yeah, Donald wow. Trump, right, calling him, congratulating him, looked like a video I shot drunk at a bar in 2002 <laughs> in New Brunswick. Uh, look, we get back. We'll do a thing called You Think You Have a Bad. Think you've got it bad. Don't take this to church. Come on. 
Nashville police have praised a brave pastor for stopping a man who pulled out a gun while in church uh, in church on Sunday. Police say the 26-year-old Desiree Bagata was sitting at the Nashville Light Mission Pentecostal Church, right, when uh, he had a firearm in his hand. He walked up to the altar with several other par- uh, parishioners, and the pastor, as they were praying and stuff, you know, they're doing the churchy stuff. Well, the man waved the gun around, told everyone to get up, and Uh-oh. pointed the handgun at the congregation. Uh-oh. That's when the pastor, right, quickly tackled the man right there <laughs> in the pulpit. Before... See, I don't know if I'd have the courage to do it. I'd like to think that I'd be the hero. I mean, he's got God on his side. Many church members assisted the pastor. But, dude, this is Tennessee. Everyone's got guns in this church. Yeah, uh, I'm surprised like 100 guns were just pointed right yeah. at this guy back. So many church members assisted. Uh, they disarmed the man, told him to stay on the ground. The police arrived. Uh, the man was not a church member, but had attended previous services. He's been charged with 15 counts of felony aggravated assault. Oh, that's just Bubba. Bubba, put the gun down. <laughs> I'll tell you, man, you take that take that out of here. Not church. I'm not even a church-going guy, but come on, man. Let people be. A Georgia judge issued a tongue-in-cheek order banishing what from his county, JoJo? This is Cobb County in Georgia. I think I read this, and I get it. The elf on the shelf. Yeah. Yeah. See you later, elf on the shelf. Uh, who? I think mine's a Spikes. I think mine's his name Spikes. I think ours is Laser. Leonard. Uh, Superior Court Judge Robert Leonard tweeted the text of an order banishing the elf on the shelf, a small toy uh, that reports the actions of children, the Santa Claus. He's a snitch uh, heading up to Christmas. Due to its posing a risk to emotional health and well-being of young children. How many times do we come in here wondering if we, you know, oh, dude, if the thing had, if the thing moved? Three sixty-five, yeah. right? Three hundred sixty-five days a year. My alarm, when it goes off in the morning, it says "move the effing elf." <laughs> All right, it doesn't matter that it's Christmas. I just leave it up year-round because when it is time, I need that reminder to move. The FNL, or and make sure, uh, or or the, I need to make sure that Spikes moved on his own. You know what I'm saying? And that's after Thanksgiving that they'll start to move around, right? Is Black Friday is it Black Friday? I th- or maybe the Monday after Thanksgiving? Yeah. I can't okay. exactly remember, just but he pop up. He he all of a sudden, all of a sudden he uh, pops out from my wife's closet. Yeah, yeah. And now <laughs> and now he and now he surprises everyone. My wife did a terrible job. If you go into her office, which my kids could easily do, and just open the drawer, he's right there next to the label maker. Yeah, well, you know what? They're not good at their job because they lose their... The problem is the day after Christmas, they lose their power. No, Christmas morning. They're gone. They lose yeah. their power. Santa and then they, what happens is they get like um, like uh, homeless who are drug uh, addicted. They, they get weak. <laughs> And they can only make it so far. Like mine only made it as far as my wife's closet. It didn't make it all the way out the out of the house, so it just passed out in her closet. Stays there until the Monday after Thanksgiving when it awakens with the magical dust that it snorts. And all of a sudden, now for about a month, it just has a lot of energy. Like, why does he have to move every night? Like, what if there's a night where he doesn't move and he just decides he really likes that spot? Yeah, that would take some of the pressure off. Yo, he's like, yo, from right here, I can see everyone pee. (laughs) A naked 39-year-old New York man was rescued from inside the walls of a theater in Syracuse on Friday. Workers called 911 at around 7.30 in the morning on Friday after employees at the theater reported hearing someone banging on the walls and yelling for help. After locating the man, the firefighters were able to free him by carefully cutting through several layers of drywall. Uh, It's not known how exactly the man got into uh, the area. 
but it's believed that he entered the theater two to three days prior to that. Employees saw the man wandering around the theater earlier in the week after losing sight of him. They thought he just left. The Syracuse Fire Department shared that the man was treated and transported to a hospital. His condition is currently unknown and no reason on why he was hiding in the walls of this movie theater. There you go. Those people, they have a bad. You, uh, not so much. I stole it from your little guy. D's nuts. D's nuts. Has Great. been fantastic. Yeah. Now, it somehow made its way through one of the uh, neighborhood chats. Yeah. And I got one of the neighbors on it. She was asking a question. We're going away this weekend with all the neighbors. And I asked a question. I said, are they going to have D's there? And she responded, what are D's? And I said, D's nuts. There you go. Now, you got her. I, I, now I've got her. And I now they're all on to us. So no one's going to respond, yeah. what is D's anymore? But... These nuts still continue, and it's going to continue until people not want it anymore. My little guy, I know when he's setting me up, but I like when he sets me up. So yesterday, we're in the kitchen, right, after school. He's getting a little snack after school, you know? And uh, he goes, hey, what's that smell? And I'm like, what smell? And he goes... The smell of these nuts. Okay, but see, and I'm like, okay, I, know, I knew but, you were setting me up, but I like it. Okay, yeah, I can, yeah. I'm, I'm with it. That was a good one because yeah. I'll tell them if, if they're not good. I'm like, hey man, you got to work on that. You got to work on that. These nuts. Well, now, cause see, I can't get anybody to buy into it anymore. So now, yeah. mm-hmm. your son has taught me another thing. Yeah. Now I just put something, just yeah. something up there. Say, hey, uh-huh. by the way, did anybody hear that? And yeah. when they say hear what, because as a concerned neighbor, I'll say. Did anyone hear these nuts? Well, my little guy will do, but then he'll like he'll try and stretch it. Where like I'll 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 yell at my wife. I'm like, uh, babe, I can't I, I I can't go up the stairs right now. I'm folding towels, and I'll hear him from another room go folding these nuts. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> and I'm like, that's, that's a stretch, good. bud. Yeah. I like where your head's at. Yeah. And I told you that then the the follow up is because we watched The Office. Is that's what she said? Yeah. And so he still doesn't get that. Like, he says it, but doesn't understand what it means. Yeah. And I'm yeah. glad that he doesn't understand what it means. My kids, uh, they're not in the D's nuts yet. I'm in the D's nuts. D's nuts is fine. But, uh, but balls. We, we will have balls. And that is, hey, don't hit me in the balls. Or I'll Get them in the, the D's balls. nuts. Yeah, D's nuts is pretty fantastic. Because even, like, I didn't. I wasn't sure how the grandparents would take D's nuts. Yeah. Even they laugh at it. Yeah. Because it's, to hear a little kids talk about D's nuts. Right. It's fun. Yeah. But balls, we do have to yeah. put them on nuts D's. And balls. We do have to, to put them on D's nuts timeouts. Because he goes too much too into these nuts. And yeah. so my wife will be like, all right, an hour timeout of these nuts. See, okay. So if my neighbors could put me on a these nuts timeout, I, they would. I will hear him mutter under yeah. his breath. He's like, timeout these nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be my thing for four days until it just annoys everybody to no end. It's the family guy thing. It's funny, then annoying, then it gets funny again, <laughs> then it gets annoying, then it gets funny again. Everybody, thank you for your phone calls today. They're always welcome on the show. Glad when you're all a part of it. Stay there. Now I'm trying to fit D's nuts into the ending here. Uh, everybody, stay there. We'll kick off that rock block for you. What's it's, that? It's How are we going to end? We're, we're going to end uh, with D's nuts. Okay, see? That's uh, 100.7 ZXL South Jersey's Rock Station CXL Morning Show. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. I'm over smiles with you. Smiles and when you're laughing, when you're laughing oh, you're laughing, oh, you're laughing. Mm, when the sun comes shining through, shining through. when you're crying, when you're crying, you bring on the rain. On Stop, the rain. Your Stop your sign. Won't you be happy again, happy again. when you're smiling? Keep on smiling. And the world will smile.
Good morning. Oh, great. I'd like my two nuts on JoJo's mom's chitty. Couldn't be done any better by somebody who's as weird as he is. Good morning. Yeah, we're rocking. Hey, thank you. You guys are the best. Don't forget to wear something sexy when you take them their breakfast. Hey, how you doing? Yo, keep me laughing, man. You guys are great. Ah! They're not right. <laughs> Good morning. You guys are still there, huh? Hey, JoJo. You are the ultimate knucklehead. This is the radio. That's a DJ. No, but better. Like, if you were on it, I would listen to it. Thanks, man. Getting up in the morning doesn't suck anymore. Today's show was brought to you by the letters W, T, and F. JoJo and Scotty. End of discussion!